Hello, I'm Afia Salter and I'm here to help ambitious women just like you learn how to unapologetically manifest an extraordinary life. Whether that's finally finding and living your soul's purpose, building the business of your dreams, or kicking it back with a cocktail, margarita for me, you best believe I'm right there alongside you, strapping in for the ride. Okay, gorgeous. Ready to dive in? Let's do it. Hello and welcome back to the Manifest Edit podcast. How are you today? Last week of June and oh my goodness, what a wild ride it has been. I know I say this every month, but it just gets wilder and wilder as we go on. Anyone else feeling that? Is it just me? Let me know. So today, what we're going to talk about is 10 ways to start living unapologetically this year. Being unapologetic has been the theme for this month and I have so loved hearing from you what being unapologetic means to you from living more freely to sharing more openly to embracing your true nature there are so many aspects of being unapologetic but none of these aspects matter unless you begin actually living them and not just knowing about them so that's what we're going to be talking about today but before we get into that this is probably going to be your final if not second last reminder that we are kicking off the vibes retreat almost a week from now so on the 6th of june if you are in pacific standard time eastern standard time or basically anywhere except australia and new zealand the 7th if you're in australia and new zealand on the 6th slash 7th of june i am going to be kicking off the vibes method virtual seven day retreat on how to stop playing small confidently manifest your desires and live an extraordinary life in it i'll be sharing my five-step framework for effortless manifestation how to incorporate it into your life how to implement changes that are going to transform the way you show up love lead and manifest oh <laughs> and i'm so excited i'm so excited to have you there so if you are interested in joining definitely make sure to head to the link in the show notes to sign up and we will see you inside so back to the topic of today which is also going to be something that is weaved throughout the retreat is all about being unapologetic and i decided to title this episode 10 ways to start living unapologetically but what we're going to do is we are going to have five things that you should stop doing and five things that you should start doing but the stop and starts are going to be next to each other basically just keep listening and you're going to see how it pans out if you're like that was five not ten actually it was ten so just saying so living unapologetically this year i think last year was such a huge intense period of shadow work for all of us and really caused us to reflect on what was truly important to us and whether we had been living in alignment with what was truly important to us and for so many of us myself included the answer was yeah absolutely no and i made so many shifts last year from moving house to quitting one business starting a new business manifesting different income streams really honing in on the life that i wanted to create the vision that i had for myself and completely just really transforming the way i live my life and to a point where i'm at now where it seems wild to think i wasn't living this way sooner but i'm so happy that i had the time to learn the lessons i needed to learn so i could show up fully as my most most authentic self So what I'm going to talk about today is how you can make those shifts within your own life and if you did find that 2020 was a year of transformation for you where you realized that you were living out of alignment with some of the things that were important to you or whether that's something that's been a new discovery this year, this is going to be how you can make those changes and start living unapologetically. 
So the number one thing to stop doing um, is to stop it apologizing. Stop apologizing. And if you are from the UK or if you are a woman, so that is a large percentage of listeners of this podcast, this one is going out to you especially because, oh my goodness, when it comes to taking up space, we have this kind of fear there around taking up space fully so instead of taking up that space fully we will step into that space but then apologize for taking it up and I, what I notice this most commonly in is typically in my client calls when someone has shared something really vulnerable or they've been talking for some time which is the point of coaching is to talk and is to share what's on your heart so you can process and move and work through it but often this may be people's first introduction to coaching or they're still not really comfortable sharing something so after sharing what's on their heart they will apologize for speaking too much or for taking up so much time or for rambling or for going on and honestly I've done this previously myself with my first few coaches I would apologize for talking so much and now you can't stop me from talking um But it's not just in coaching situations, it's in everyday life where I'll notice people apologizing for sharing what's on their heart. So if you want to live unapologetically, the first way to get there is to stop apologizing. Just say it. Just say what's on your heart. And obviously this doesn't apply to situations where you genuinely need to apologize. But what I mean is if you don't genuinely need to apologize in that situation, there doesn't need to be a sorry added on whatever you have to say is a complete sentence is a complete paragraph is a complete expression of yourself without adding sorry onto the end of it and in fact sorry takes the power away from what you actually have to say so just say what you want to say and say it fully and if this scares you a little bit just practice saying it in the mirror first mirror work is incredibly powerful looking yourself in the eyes and saying what's on your heart and connecting with that deeper aspect of yourself something else to note is notice what situations you're apologizing in just take note for a week okay when do i feel the need to apologize or add sorry onto the end of something what situations is this most commonly coming up in and why is that why am i stopping myself from expressing myself fully and something that i experienced actually a lot was last year i had a lot of blockages around my throat chakra and i would notice when i was speaking to my coach and i was sharing something that was really vulnerable for me i would literally feel like i was being strangled <laughs> like my throat would close up and i would begin to struggle to get the words out i would be touching my throat and i would really struggle to express myself which is something that i have worked through so much since then but at the time it was something that was I held myself back from expressing myself and that makes sense because I was in a business where I didn't really feel aligned with what I was doing but I was showing up anyway and I was kind of going against my own truth just for the sake of I can't quit, I can't do what my soul actually wants to do, I just have to keep going with this. So notice where you feel, you know, you're virtually um, cutting yourself off Um, and notice what that means for you. Really take a deep dive into why that's coming up for you. So when you stop apologizing, what you wanna start doing is communicating openly. And open communication is something that is so, so important to me. It's really one of my biggest values is integrity and honesty. And I think one of the ways we do that is through open communication. And I'm at a place now where I have a lot more uncomfortable conversations than I used to have and it's not because there's more drama in my life but actually because there's less drama in my life and the way that 
I have made that is by having those conversations before it gets to a point where everything blows up and everything explodes in your face. I will just be really honest and direct with people and people really appreciate that direct and honest communication. People appreciate when you enforce boundaries and when you value yourself and you express those values and often people don't know what those values and boundaries are until you express them. So I would find in the past that I would one of my ex-partners I would get annoyed at things that they were doing but I didn't actually express like this is what I need from you this is how I need to be supported and I would appreciate if you would support me in this way so how this would play out is I would get annoyed at them for things I hadn't even told them were important to me in the first place so just a note to be mindful of your communication whether that is with people you know whether that's having better boundaries in business just communicate really openly and share your message because I'm sure you have a beautiful message to share and that message deserves to be heard fully and honestly it will strengthen your relationships it will strengthen the way you show up in business and it has a knock-on effect on everything when you can just be open in your communication and that is why it's one of my absolute biggest values because it was something that I was not doing myself for so long and now that I value it myself it's something I want to project out so that I also receive that open honest communication in exchange. Something else I will say on the note of open, honest communication is when you are creating this space, you do need to have a degree of open-mindedness that you're creating a safe space for people to actually share what's on there in your heart, not just say, communicate with me honestly and openly. And then when they do, like, why would you say that? You know what I mean? <laughs> so, so there is a balance there and it takes practice. It takes work, but it's definitely something to play with and to see what feels right for you. The second thing to stop doing is to stop waiting for permission. Stop waiting for permission, external validation, because it's just never going to come. For so long as you're seeking that external validation, the goalposts will keep moving. There will be always someone else to ask, someone else to hear from, some extra bit of information you need until you fully feel confident and comfortable. And it will never fully come. Or even if it does, then it comes on to the next time and you're still waiting for that external validation permission in order to move you forward. And... It's just painful, honestly, it's painful. It feels like you are outsourcing that pain by giving that opinion and that power away to someone else, but truly you are also outsourcing your own autonomy. So when you can stop seeking external validation and validate yourself, it tastes so much sweeter. The joy it will bring you is, is unmatched, it really is. Not waiting for that permission and giving yourself that permission permission is a real real gift and it's one that I have leaned into so much over the past couple of years is giving myself that permission to do the things I want to do to create the life that I want to live and nobody else can can want that for you more than you want it for yourself so give yourself the permission I think I've kind of <laughs> leaned into the second point which is stop after you stop waiting for permission you need to start taking intuitive action taking action based on what you're intuitively being called to do and I actually did in the retreat Facebook community I did an episode all about um, connecting with yourself and methods that you can use to do that so there was three methods that you can use to connect with your intuition so if you haven't checked that out make sure when you head to the retreat Facebook community that you check out that episode because it's super super powerful um, connecting to yourself and being able to take that intuitive action because it is the best action you will take and so many of the things I've manifested into my life come from taking that intuitive action and one of the most fun examples I have of this is a couple of years ago 
maybe three years ago now. <laughs> Anyone else do that where you just kind of like forget the fact that 2020 was a year and you go back to like your year when you could travel? So um, one of those years I went to LA, 2019, I went to LA and I actually had this really, <laughs> the start of my trip was uh, eventful to say the least. I had been struggling with my pain, my chronic pain for my endometriosis. I had a really bad sleep in the plane. I was really delirious when I landed in LAX and I got back to my accommodation and I realized I'd left one of my bags behind at the airport and this had like my Bose headphones, my favorite boots, a jumper, some other things in there. There was about a thousand dollars worth of stuff in there which I was pretty devastated about and I didn't have time to follow it up at the airport because I had to rush out straight away to go to the Ellen show which was before we realized how problematic Ellen was just a pre-disclaimer so I had to rush out straight away I had two hours sleep and then I had to rush out straight again so one of the first things was I did not have a phone charger because my phone charger was in that bag so I had to go out to the Ellen show um, you go early to try and get your sign up spot and then after that you have a few hours until the callbacks so I had done that and then I had a few hours until the callbacks and I needed to go buy a phone charger I did not know my way around anywhere and LA is one of those places that's like really wide I don't know how else to explain it like if you're not based in the US it's just wide and having a car is really important or at least knowing the transport system so I didn't have a car I didn't know the transport system I was just kind of wandering around still a little bit delirious because I'd only had a couple of hours sleep and I <laughs> walked out in front of this car because I wasn't paying attention and the car stopped and was like where are you going what are you doing I was like oh sorry like I need to go try find a phone charger and this guy was like okay I can take you to go buy a phone charger and now you know we all have are told never to talk to strangers but at this point something intuitively said just to go with this person that this person would be safe and so I did this person took me to go buy a phone charger we ended up having lunch together drove me around the um the Hollywood Hills we looked at some expensive houses and then dropped me back off at the Ellen show and I it was just such a random experience but it was like everything I needed in that moment I needed to have food because I hadn't eaten I needed to find a phone charger I had no idea to, where to get one I wanted to explore LA but I didn't even know where to begin and then later that day I was still kind of grieving over my left bag that I lost in the airport and I went out for dinner and I had a few choices to go to but I picked this specific Japanese restaurant and while I was there, I sat at the bar and this woman comes up to me and she starts talking to me, asking me what food I got because it looks really good. We begin chatting. I tell her I'm traveling alone and all the kind of things that I've been up to. I tell her I write and <laughs> I get to a point where I'm just so tired. I can't continue the conversation and I say that I'm about to go and she asks for my Instagram. Exchange Instagram, but I don't really think I'm ever going to hear from her again. And the next day she messages me and I... <laughs> I forgot the whole prelude to this but one of the preludes to this was that the whole time I had been planning my trip to LA I was like yeah I'm gonna go to Coachella I'm gonna be going to Coachella I hadn't planned anything but I just had this feeling like I'm gonna go to Coachella like music festivals are a huge part of my life I love going to festivals I've been to maybe 20 different festivals around the world and it's just such such a special experience to me that it seemed like if you're in the US you have to go to a US festival Coachella is happening at this exact time I'm meant to go to Coachella so this had been playing in the background of my mind, but I also wasn't sure how I was going to make it happen. Last minute tickets as well were going to be quite expensive and it was, wasn't something that I had budgeted for because I was going to be traveling for a couple of months. 
And the next day after I'd gone out for the dinner, I have the woman comment on one of my Instagram posts, hey, do you want to go to Coachella? So I message her, I'm like, yeah, like I, I would be so keen, but how much are you selling your tickets for? She phones me, in fact, no, she video calls me <laughs> and she's like, hey, yeah, so one of my friends has pulled out and I would love if you wanted to come. I just loved your energy. I think it would be really fun to go together. I have booked an Airbnb. I've got a rental car. I've got the ticket. You wouldn't have to pay for anything. You would just need to be ready in 24 hours to leave. And so I did it. I went to Coachella for free with a stranger and then um I actually had um stylist magazine reach out to write about that experience so I actually have an article sharing all about that experience as well I might leave a link in the show notes for you to check it out because it's, it's just funny how things came together but that is just like two in of so many experiences where I've been intuitively guided to take action intuitively guided to see where things lead me and it's ended up with such incredible results so following your intuition is is the plug and deepening and strengthening that intuitive connection is something that is a muscle especially if you're not used to listening to your intuition and you don't know what your intuition sounds like but the more you do it the more you can connect the more you can take those choices and the more you build your faith just by taking action so the third thing you need to stop uh, and start is three is stop focusing on others stop focusing on what everyone else is doing because it only brings you distress and something that I discovered was that I found myself getting really caught up in what everyone else is doing and comparing myself and it made me feel like I wasn't enough that the things I was doing wasn't enough that I wasn't qualified enough that I hadn't done enough work I wasn't putting enough out there it just made me feel like shit and Something I came to in a meditation actually was that the people that I felt I was comparing myself to had not been put in my path for me to compare myself to, but they had been put in my path to show me what was possible. But the way I was seeing them is they've been sent to me so I can see like in what areas I'm playing small and what areas I'm not doing enough, but actually it had been the complete opposite and it was to build my vision. So that was a huge revelation for me. And I think we all have those moments where we look to what everyone else is doing and we feel like we're not doing enough or being enough. But the truth is that once you stop focusing on others, you get to really truly start living from your own vision. So I was able to then reframe comparing myself to everyone else to think, okay, maybe I want something like this, but I would also want this and just really building out this incredible vision for what I wanted from my life and how I want to live. And I'm living so close to that vision. There are some things (laughs) COVID dependent that haven't quite happened yet, but I can honestly say that everything else in my life is so close to the alignment of the vision that I have for myself over the next year, two years, five years, 10 years of my life. And You get to live that when you truly focus on what's important to you, not what you think you should have or who you should be. And I always share about that experience I have with my vision board and looking back on that vision board and realizing that the things I had put on there were not things that I truly wanted, but things that I thought I should have or needed to have in my life to be at a certain level in my life or a certain number of followers to be taken seriously. And now I'm just really content in myself and I know that the work I put out there is transformative, it changes lives, it's changed my life and it's changed the lives of my students and clients too and that is more than enough for me, that is more than enough for me and stop stopping setting these like 
impossible goals of I need to compare to this person and instead like I just need to live up to the best version of myself and there's this quote that people share and what is it oh the only competition I have is myself but I don't even I'm not in competition with myself I'm in alignment with myself and that is what you are aiming for is not to be in competition with anyone but just to be in alignment with the true nature of yourself so the fourth point is to stop holding on stop holding on to things that are no longer serving you to people that are no longer serving you to hoarding things that you are never going to wear this one goes out to my sister because oh my god she is a class a hoarder i'm telling you she had like at least 50 pairs of heels but that's that's a story for another episode but stop holding on to things that you just no longer need to have in your life and if you really truthfully allow yourself to think about it you can think of those phone numbers that you need to delete, those friendships that you no longer really want to have around, those things in your wardrobe that are just taking up space, those limiting beliefs that just don't serve you and never have. There are so many things that we can let go of, but often when we are so focused on calling in the life that we desire, manifesting the life that we desire, we stop to think, okay, I actually need to release some things in order to call in this life that I desperately want to dream of because there needs to be an energetic exchange. There needs to be an energetic set point that you're creating in order to call those things in. And this is actually the third step in my five-step framework Craftless manifestation is around those energetic blocks and boundaries and part of those blocks are caused from holding on to things, holding on so tightly rather than taking stock of where your life is at in this moment in time and seeing what is no longer serving you. And we can always go through this process of reflection to refine our lives and get it closer to that grand vision. So when you stop holding on, you start to release what's no longer serving you. And at first, honestly, this doesn't always feel good in the moment. It's one of those situations where it doesn't necessarily feel like this instant sense of relief, unless it's like something like clothes, because getting rid of those automatically like frees up that space and you're like, oh, I feel like a clean queen. But if it's something like limiting beliefs, relationships, that doesn't always feel great in the moment, but it's you're playing the long game because you know ultimately this is for your highest good. But sometimes the things that are ultimately for your highest good is a short-term sacrifice there is going to be some short-term pain and then finally the fifth point slash uh eighth point (laughs) is stop cutting corners stop cutting corners stop settling stop saying like oh i'll just go for this because this is you know this seems manageable this seems okay or maybe I'll do this instead of this, which is like me on Uber Eats, like, oh, I'll save a couple of dollars ordering this thing. And then when it comes, I'm like, wow, I just wish I'd ordered what I actually wanted. Or on an even grander scale, settling in your life for things that you think that you are capable of having, or maybe you deserve this when really what you want is the expansive vision that's so much more enticing, inviting, and sets your soul on fire so much more. But instead, you just decide to cut corners and settle for what might be possible we are not playing in the realm of possibility we are playing in the realm of the quantum we are going for those all-out impossible goals expansive visions crazy wild dreams because that's what we truly want that's what we truly want there's no other way to put it is just go after what you truly want and when i say expansive vision this doesn't always have to be like I say crazy, I say expansive, I say huge vision, but I want you to know that this is very subjective. So your huge vision might be, 
I know I'm manifesting an extra hundred dollars a month and I don't want you to think that oh that's that sounds small um that's me playing small if that's what you truly actually want for some people playing small might be asking for a thousand dollars ten thousand dollars a million dollars that might be playing small to them so it's actually just understanding what is important to you because this is what it all comes down to is what is important to you and stop cutting corners on the life that you want to live you know don't trade it in for someone else's vision because your vision is the most important and finally when you stop cutting corners it's time to start investing in yourself start investing in your dreams in your grand vision in your own development because it's so fucking worth it and i actually sat down the other day to calculate how much i had invested in myself and this was just in terms of courses and um coaches it just isn't like other things i've invested in myself like books or experiences blah blah blah. but just in the realm of coaches and programs i've invested thirty thousand dollars in myself since 2018 because 2018 was when i hired my first cat but it was when i hired my first coach shout out elise dharma be the real one that was when i hired my first coach and since then i've invested thirty thousand dollars in myself and over a third of that has probably been this year and we're we're only six months Um, six months into the year in fact more than a third of that has just been this year and we're only halfway through the year but it's because I'm at this point now where I am not just taking those like little steps forward I'm taking these quantum shifts into my next level reality and I know in order to do that I need to put skin in the game for me this is what incentivizes me to move forward because it's not just an investment in that other coach and that other program it's an investment into myself in that I believe that I am worthy of creating this time's results if not more and yeah that is like a really expansive decision for me and making investments into coaching is something that I know for a lot of people will feel scary and that you can just cut the corners by deciding to maybe buy a DIY um, program instead or to just like consume all the freebies free downloads free content but all the free content is only going to get you to a certain point because they cannot give you that one-on-one insight into your business your world your life that can only come from one-on-one attention so whatever investing looks like to you whether that's coaches programs therapy courses like you name it actually take the time to invest in yourself and i will say like coaching is just one of the investments i make into myself i also invest into my self-care and things like massages getting my nails done like these are things that are important to me and living uh, i would say somewhat like luxurious life is is important to me but it's about finding the things that are important to you and for me the number one importance in my life is always me and is always my development is always reaching higher is always pushing myself further because ultimately that is what leads you to living the life you want ultimately that is what leads you to manifesting the life you desire is investing in you because you are the creator of the vision you are the leader of this ship and you are the one who is responsible for not only creating but living your extraordinary life so my queen i hope you have loved today's episode on 10 ways to start living unapologetically this year to recap those were stop apologizing start communicating openly stop waiting for permission start taking intuitive action stop focusing on others start living from your vision stop holding on start releasing what's no longer serving you stop cutting corners and start investing in yourself because you deserve it living your unapologetic life is a process of letting go and calling in and it is a beautiful dance between the two of these things 
If you have loved this episode, make sure to head to the link in the show notes to check out the seven day free buys method retreat because in it we will be going into how to create your unapologetic life by stopping playing small, confidently manifesting your desires and ultimately living your extraordinary life. It's going to be going deep into how to create that intuitive connection to yourself, how to get really clear on what the vision you is. the vision you want to create is and how to ultimately bring this vision to life and it's going to be such such fun i would absolutely love to see you there and you can head to the link in the show notes to grab your spot we are kicking off on june 6th pst est june 7th australian eastern standard time or um new zealand time zone as well cannot wait to see you there gorgeous lots of love thanks for tuning in today i am so glad to have you here And if you love what you've heard, remember to subscribe and leave a review because it helps even more people find and enjoy the podcast. And I just appreciate it so much. One last thing before you go, what was your biggest takeaway today? Screenshot the episode and share on Instagram at afiasalter underscore to let me know. Okay, can't wait to hear from you. Until next time, gorgeous. 